Section 6 of United States Senate Election, Expulsion, and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Anne M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Joanne Turner. Case 4, William Blount, 1749-1800, and William Cock, 1748-1828, Tennessee. Election case, May 9, 1796 to June 1, 1796. Issues, Legislature's Authority to Elect Before Statehood. Chronology, Credentials Submitted, May 9, 1796. Senate Vote, June 1, 1796. Result, Not Seated. Background. In 1796, the Tennessee Territory, a large area of western lands ceded in 1789 by North Carolina, petitioned for admission to the Union. The ensuing congressional debate concentrated on statehood requirements as defined in the Northwest Ordinance of 1787. It also underscored the burgeoning political conflicts that the acquisition of western lands had spawned. At the heart of the discussion, lay Federalist fears that the admission of a frontier region would increase the strength of the Jeffersonian Republicans. The Senate, therefore, prepared to resist the admission of Tennessee, drawing upon anti-statehood arguments previously presented in House debates. The main objection centered on the procedures for conducting the census to determine whether Tennessee had the 60,000 inhabitants required for admission. Statement of the Case On May 9, 1796, Tennesseans William Blount and William Cock, despite the fact that Tennessee was not yet a state, presented their credentials to the Senate. Dominated by Federalists, the Senate responded by referring the matter to a committee consisting entirely of members of that party, with the dry observation that, quote, a paper purporting to be, unquote, the credentials, had been presented. On May 23rd, Blount and Cox submitted a letter charging that Tennessee's citizens had a right to immediate senatorial representation. As Tennessee still did not rank as a state, the Senate remained unconvinced, but it did provide the two men with chairs so that they might be comfortable as spectators. Blount consistently warned senators that denial of statehood carried high risks. Threats of separation sounded in frontier Tennessee. The Spanish beckoned with political and economic inducements, and complex diplomatic negotiations with the Indians demanded attention. Relentlessly, Blount pursued senators with this message. His strategy succeeded and Tennessee entered the Union on June 1, 1796. Response of the Senate In a final effort to curtail the rising power of the West and the Republicans, the Federalist Senate, by a narrow margin of 10 yeas to 11 nays, rejected the credentials of Blount and Cock, declaring their election by the Tennessee legislature to have been without congressional authority the body required that the two stand for a second election 
held after the state's formal admission. On August 2, 1796, with Tennessee safely in the Union, the legislature again elected Blount and Cock to be the first two senators from that state. They were seated without incident on December 6, 1796. Conclusion The discussion of procedures for seating senators from new states highlighted a sensitive topic which Congress would again face in 1803 with the acquisition of the Louisiana Territory. The lack of strong governmental institutions on the frontier intensified the potential for fraud in statehood petitions. Authorities could choose to take the census at a traveler's crossroads, for example, where the chance traffic of thousands of migrants might be used to inflate the territorial population to the requisite number for admission. In the case of Tennessee, however, the Senate was anxious to secure the area for the United States against Spanish blandishments and thus readily dropped its procedural objections to statehood. Within the Senate, the case chiefly represented one more clash between political parties, as Federalists tried to undercut the growing power of the Republicans. For Blount and Cock, the case proved to be only an episode in lives filled with adventure and accomplishment. William Cock, a Revolutionary War veteran, continued to represent Tennessee and the Senate until 1805. After a brief retirement, he was elected to the Mississippi State Legislature in 1813, and in 1814, President Madison appointed him agent to the Chickasaw Nation. Cock died in Mississippi in 1828. William Blount, whose earlier career involved him in the North Carolina Convention to ratify the United States Constitution, was the first territorial governor and superintendent of Indian Affairs for the Tennessee Territory. Although Blount had worked diligently to promote the interests of frontiersmen in Tennessee, he found that his ethics and tactics in the territory were the subjects of sharp debate in the Senate. Stunned and embittered by the events surrounding the admission controversy, Blount enmeshed himself in further senatorial difficulties in 1797, see Case 5. On that occasion, the loyal following he commanded in Tennessee rose to his support and warmly welcomed him home. He died in Knoxville in 1800. End of Case 4 and End of Section 6